Welcome back, everybody, to On Brand with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch, and we're back to our Brand Up and Brand Down segments. You know, we stopped doing them for a while. Uh, after October 7th, and I was very outspoken about anti-Semitism and things like that, some of the things we do on, on Brand seemed a little... Um, a little trivial for what was going on. Uh, and obviously, there are still tremendous problems in the world. But uh, by popular demand, we're going to forge on with brand up, brand down. Let's get right into it. Um, this is just so to refresh everybody's memories. These, this, these are the brands that are shaping the zeitgeist, which politicians, which companies, which products, which movements are up and down and shaping where we're going as a civilization. First up, huge brand up for the Super Bowl, obviously. I, I mean, the game was great. 123 million viewers, uh, largest ever for the Super Bowl. Last year was the record. They broke the record. Largest single viewing event since the moon landing in 69. Uh, you had two great teams, and of course, you had the Taylor, I'm going to say not just the Taylor Swift effect, the Taylor Kelsey effect, uh, which brought in, obviously, a new audience. Interestingly enough, a lot of people are saying that they brought in a lot of younger viewers. National Football League ratings this year were up 7% over, were up uh, 7% overall for all viewers. And for teenage girls between the age of 12 and 17, it was up only 8%, so pretty much the same. So I, I think just overall, the NFL is hot. And it brought in viewers across the board. Uh, the game itself was great. Uh, you can't go, you can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes as a brand, he was in 19 different separate commercials this year. Amazing. I can't remember a spokesperson in our time that was just across so many platforms doing so many things and well-deserved. Nice guy and obviously not the GOAT yet. We got to still give that to Brady, but certainly on a pathway there. And you've got to put him in obviously in a conversation with Joe Montana at this point. Um, brand down for cable TV. Cable TV is about done. Uh, what would probably be their death knoll is uh, a rollout of a new sports streaming service from the country's biggest entertainment companies. Um, ESPN, Fox, Warner Brothers, Discovery are creating a joint streaming venture to put all their sports TV content on a single service that will launch in the fall. 55% um, of all sports rights in the U.S. will be televised on this new streaming platform. And if there, one more reason, YouTube TV announced it is more than 8 million paid subscribers, placing it as the fourth largest paid TV provider, nipping at DirecTV's heels. So it's just a matter of time before... There are no more courts, and everything is streaming. I mean, it's happening. Uh, the only thing people kind of watch, need traditional cable for right now is the sports that are not on platforms. But that's going to change also. I mean, with a new deal for Amazon, this year NBCU on their Peacock streamed a playoff game exclusively. Amazon will have that next year. And it's just a matter of time before all sports is streaming. You know, they've signed a new 10-year deal with the networks and with Amazon. But at the end of that deal, I think we're not going to see any more uh, broadcast or cable sports huge games. I could be wrong, but it seems like the world's going that way. Uh, brand down, or brand up, actually, for amateurism in college sports. They're getting their due. The latest in landmark ruling on Monday, the National Labor Relations Board Regional Director in Boston found that Dartmouth men's basketball players our employees and granted them right to unionize. Unionize would allow players to negotiate things through like, like salary, working conditions and stuff. And look, college players are employees. They, people make money off them, so they should be making money. And we're seeing it with the rights, with the personal rights that people are able to do. Uh, and this is a landmark ruling. So college athletes as amateurs will soon be a thing of the past as well. It should be, um, 
Brand down for Biden, his campaign. I mean, a horrible week last week. That that report by uh, the special prosecutor, Robert Herr, which found him on the, obviously on the good news, innocent of, of mishandling classified documents. But the reasons they gave that he was an elderly man with a uh, weak memory made him seem very incompetent, uh, which many people, myself, believe did not need it to be included in that document. He is, of course, the special prosecutor here as a Trump appointee. And that's going to come back to haunt him. And the polls are just horrible. Eighty Over 80% of Americans think he's too old. And look, he's only a few years older than Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is out there saying insane things. I mean, Biden is bumbling and, and certainly is not coming across strong. But Trump is old and insane. Uh, Trump somehow is not reading as old to people. Uh, I think as the campaign goes on, uh, that's going to change. But they can't bubble wrap Biden anymore. I mean, they didn't put him on the Super Bowl, which is not a good sign. And it wasn't on Fox. It wasn't on a, a unfriendly network. It was on CBS, which is right down the middle. And on Super Bowl, they're not going to go at him hard. And um, Democrats need, need to put him out there. By putting him out there, is going to cause his downfall. Well, then that's another problem that Democrats have to deal with. But you can't hide him. People are too smart, and people need to see and hear from their president. Uh, brand down for Trump. Oh, you know, every week there's another reason. I mean, over this past weekend, I uh, talked about how that if some of the NATO participants, some of our allies, our friends, if for some reason they weren't paying their tab, not only would we not protect them, but Russia should invade them. Go ahead, do what you need to do. Trump's just a fucking idiot. It, it, it's just does not understand the notion of, of world politics, does not understand that our uh, well-being, our prosperity has to do with these relationships. And it's a little hint of what the world order might. I think Trump, if he had his way, let's just China, Russia, and US, we divide up the world and fuck everybody else. And I think that's his thinking and uh, scary, scary stuff. Um, I don't know if I want to give brand brand up or brand down for Bud Light. Um, they seem to be bouncing back. What's really disgusting, I'm going to give them a brand down. Not their fault, actually. No, I'm going to give them a brand neutral. Um, they ran just an okay commercial in the Super Bowl. They're coming back, obviously, from the controversy of um, doing a uh, social media post endorsing a transgender person. Uh, it wasn't a big part of their marketing budget. It was one post, but everybody knows at this point the fallout that happened as a result of it. Um, and Trump has come out as the new spokesperson. Interestingly enough, he said, Anheuser-Busch is a great American brand that perhaps deserves a second chance, wrote on Truth Social. Wonder why that happened. Well, here's why. What Trump didn't mention is that his about face came just hours after a firm run by a top lobbyist for Anheuser-Busch formally announced a massive fundraiser for Trump's re-election campaign. There you go. So we've got a president for sale. Comes out, endorses Anheuser-Busch. Why? Because their big lobbyist is throwing a big fundraiser. I, the one thing about Trump, you got to give him it's transparent. There's no hiding. There's no like, well, let me wait a few days. There you go. Uh, big brand up for Bill Maher uh, for a lot of reasons. He's been doing a great job. He's one of the few guys that calls out the right and the left. Um, he obviously is a tremendous critic of the far right and Trump as well as should be. And also of insane wokeism. And the good news for him, the reason he's getting a brand up, he had done a two-hour interview with Kanye West, and he's not going to air it. Uh, he called him a very charming anti-Semite. Uh, Quote-unquote, he said he's a very charming anti-Semite. Um, but the problem is, I think, that he appeals mostly, of course, he's a rock star. Young people, they don't know much, and they certainly don't know much about the Middle East or Jews. So a little restraint, certainly a lot more than Spotify. I'm going to get that in a little bit. Uh, that is streaming his latest anti-Semitic rants in one of his new album, Ventures, or 
record, whatever you call it. But let's give a bill a brand after Bill Maher. He would have gotten big ratings with that, but uh, decided not to. Is not going to air it. Um, speaking of Kanye West, huge brand down for him, and huge brand down for iTunes, YouTube, and Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. Uh, he's placed a single "Vultures" on all streaming channels, and they approve of it. They're airing it. The main offending couplet in Ventures reads. How am I anti-Semitic? I just fucked a Jewish bitch. I just fucked Scooter's bitch. And we ran her like the Olympics. Scooter Braun, of course, is ex-manager who is Jewish. Um, there on Spotify, Vultures has over 35 million streams at this point. Actually, more by the time you'll be listening to this. It's past Taylor Swift on YouTube. There have been millions of views. And I don't know. Maybe we've got to start holding these platforms accountable for airing hateful anti-Semitic lyrics. I'm going to say it again. I just, how am I anti-Semitic? I just fucked a Jewish bitch. I just fucked Scooter's bitch. And we ran her like the Olympics. Brought to you by iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. So maybe instead of the artist, we got to start holding the delivery systems responsible. Because uh, my friends, that is not good stuff anywhere. Brand down for Valentine's Day spending and almost half say inflation will be affecting Valentine's plan spending plans. Nearly half, 46% of Americans say inflation is impacting their Valentine's Day plans, according to a new Wallet Hub survey. 24% don't expect their significant others to spend any money on a gift this Valentine's Day. About 30% of Americans think their partner will spend between a dollar and $49 on a gift this year. 26% of Americans think their Valentine's will show up between 50 and 100 bucks. I'm not a big Valentine's Day guy. I, I It's one of those invented holidays. I think if you're a good romantic partner, every day is Valentine's Day. Uh, some of my former girlfriends may contradict that, but I'm sticking with it. Uh, <laughs> I'll hear from that one. Uh, brand down for snacking. It's down. The era of pandemic snacking is over, according to PepsiCo. Workers are spending more days at the office and munching on fewer Cheetos as a result. PepsiCo reported an unexpected 3% drop in revenue for North America. The reason snacks are sort of business in the last quarter, people are returning to their pre-pandemic routines and eating a lot less junk. That's a good thing. Okay. Uh, brand up for credit card debt or brand down really for us because with this much debt, it is not good for anybody. Increases by 50 billion credit card debt does to a new record high. Uh, and that's in the fourth quarter of 2023. Um, total credit card balances stood at $1.13 trillion by the end of December. That's about a 4.5% increase in the third quarter of 2023. Uh, it appears to be the highest credit card balance since at least 2003. Uh, the household debt increased by $212 billion in the fourth quarter, bringing total to $17.5 trillion. Delinquency rates also rose in the fourth quarter with 3% of outstanding debt was in some stage of delinquency at the end of December. So there's a lot of positive things in the economy, but this personal debt skyrocketing is certainly not one of the good things. Um, brand up for McDonald's, they're kind of licking their wounds and saying we made a mistake. There's a backlash on increased prices and McDonald's announces a focus on affordabilities. Uh, the McDonald's CEO says that the company plans to focus on affordability this year. Uh, especially bad press came in July when New York Post reported that a rest stop in Connecticut was charging 
18 bucks for a Big Mac combo meal. Let's say that again. That's a Big Mac, a I guess a large fry, I'm hoping a large fry, and a drink for 18 bucks. Yes, that is inflation. McDonald's said its global same-source sales in the last quarter had grown 3.4%, but falling short of the 4.7 Wall Street was expecting. Uh, so McDonald's trying to get their line in line. Uh, brand up for Mexico. For the first time in two decades, the U.S. is buying more from Mexico than China, according to the New York Times. Um, that's the first time that's happened. A significant shift highlights how increased tensions between Washington and Beijing are altering trade flows. The U.S. trade deficit with China narrowed last year with goods imports from the country dropping 20% to 427. America's total trade deficit is still very high, which is, consists of exports minus imports, narrowed 18.7% to $177 billion. Okay, bad news for the box office. Brand down for winter box office sales. Heading into the new year, long-range forecast showed the cinema box office facing a bad drought during the first two months of 2024. A lot of it has to do with the writer's strike, and there's been a dearth of new stuff in the movies. So I'll have to wait to see how it play, plays out, but it's lower than they even expected. Uh, brand up for the new uh, nominees for Hall of Fame, Rock Hall of Fame. Uh, these are the ones who are nominated to be inducted. I think they end up choosing five, six, or seven. And here are the odds. I'll just read some of them. Peter Frampton is a 10. He's a nominee. He's a 10 to 1. This is according to Billboard. 10 to 1 to get in. Cool in the Gang is 8 to 1. Chardet is 5 to 1. Foreigner, 5 to 1. Got to let Foreigner in. Oasis, 4 to 1. Mary J. Blige is 3 to 1. Dave Matthews is 3 to 1. Mariah Carey is 2 to 1. Cher is 3 to 2. Lenny Kravitz is 3 to 2. Sinead O'Connor. Obviously passed away, even money, and Ozzy Osbourne is even money. I don't know why Ozzy Osbourne is more of a lock to get in than Dave Matthews Band, frankly, but what do I know? Actually, my I need to know. My good friend Curtis Schenker is on the board of the Rock Hall of Fame, so he will get a call from me. Uh, here's an interesting one. Brand up for NBA using LED glass courts at the 2024 All-Star Weekend. What that means is that they weren't going to use this during regular games, certainly not even the regular All-Star game. But on the Saturday night, slam dunk contest, all the challenges, half the court will have LED on it. So as one player is dunking, you'll read stats on the court on the other side. Could be a future of what NBA courts look like in the future. 20 years from now, we're watching games and we're seeing on the court all kinds of LED images as we're watching the players. I will be too old to be able to understand it at that point. Brand down for Gen Z, because they always get a brand down for me. Here's what they say lately. Says, if you're old, if you still carry wallets, carrying cash, identification, debit cards, and a billfold has become akin to carrying around old butterscotch candies in the bottom of your purse as tears, teens and early 20-somethings have officially declared wallets atrociously antiquated. And online, they basically, in reported increasing popularity of the virtual carryall via payments, payments, P-Y-M-N-T-S, an online payments and commerce hub, Amazon Web Services, that found that 79% of Gen Zen consumers use digital wallets. Uh, I studied determined that a whopping 51% of those cool kids not only trust their cellular devices, store money, but also their driver's licenses, medical cards, and event tickets, all to be accessed in one simple click. Count me out, Gen Zers. Um, here's an interesting thing. Brand up for parents being involved in their adult children's lives. Uh, they're highly involved more than ever, and they're fine with it. Um, two new Pew Research Center studies of young adults 18 to 34 
And most parents that age tell the story. Most parents are, in fact, highly involved in their grown children's life. He found texting several times a week and offering advice and financial support. A lot of it has to do with two things. Social media. You know, once your kids were out of the house, that was the end of it. Now, you know, I, my, my one of my daughters just moved out of the house and we FaceTime five times a day and that would have not been the case many years ago. But also the financial dependency. We know this. It's uh, that parents, our kids are a lot more dependent on their parents financially. So they stay in touch more. Parents maybe feel more uh, in, emboldened to stay in touch with them. I also think of it as the way we also raise our kids today. When you think about me growing up and I had the greatest parents in the world, uh, but, you know, our lives were separate. They opened the door. We went out during the day. We came home at night. And now we are all much more helicopter parents involved in our kids' life. And I think that just carries on as they go older, as they get older and they leave the house. Uh, this is an interesting one. Brand up for having attractive parents. According to CBS News, having attractive parents can increase your chance of getting rich. The offspring of physically attractive parents tend to earn more money over the course of their working lives than kids with regular-looking or unattractive parents, a new study finds. More specifically, the children and parents identified as attractive earn 2300 more per year than those average-looking parents. Quote-unquote, good-looking parents make money, more money. The effects of the looks of money have been shown countless times, the study says. So what it's saying is that it's unfair that better-looking people somehow get paid more and better-looking parents or have a better chance of having better-looking kids. That kind of sucks. I'm just reporting this stuff. Don't, don't shoot the messenger. Here's a brand of married people are happier than those who are not married, according to a CNN Gallup poll. From 2009 to 2023, more than 2.5 million adults in the United States were asked how they would do their current life with zero being the worst possible rating and 10 being the highest. Over the survey period, married people consistently reported their happiness levels higher than their unmarried counterparts, ranging from 12 to 24% higher, depending on the year. I don't think that's a surprise. They're less lonely. They're healthier. Um, no surprise there, but very, very, very pronounced. Um, brand up for sleep divorces. They're growing in popularity. That means couples begin to sleep separately. While the term seems negative, sleep expert Alicia Ross says it's not as bad as it sounds. Um, incompatibility in sleep time or sensitivity to environmental stimuli, such as snoring or restless sleeping, can be significant factors. Uh, more and more people, I know some of my friends, great marriages, sleep in separate rooms. Um, I guess if they want to be intimate, they spend time in one room and then they go to their neutral corners. Not so crazy. And those are our brands of the week. Thank you for listening. Remember to uh, rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, anyplace else. We'll be back with our big interview uh, this Thursday with Congressman Richie Torres. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. He's a huge supporter of Israel. We'll talk about goings on in the Middle East. And remember to stay safe, and we'll see you next time on On Brand.